Hey, everybody. He's Paul Wrecking Crew. I'm the caretaker. She's Miss Toot. No, wait a minute. He's the warden. I'm Captain Knauer. She's the walking boss. That ain't it either. We may not be the longest yard, but we're finally back in studio because it's Vikings Report. Drew and Ted Drewster, how are you? Burt Reynolds, the electricity that turns on the most outrageous team in football. The Mean Machine, supercharged and power-driven to the longest yard. Uh, we're getting up a football game against the guards. With the guards? Yeah, I want to play. I'm going to play football. I think he broke his neck. I think he broke his neck. I told you I broke his Oh, Ted Glover, I can't believe it. All offseason, we are back. We are two days from Vikings football. We got a ton to get through tonight. Welcome, 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 everybody. Thank you for stopping by to our show. Please like and subscribe before we get rolling. Got a big show lined up for you tonight. Big, big show lined up. And there's only one way this show's going to kick off football season every year, as long as I'm involved. And that's the longest yard. <laughs> that is the greatest football movie ever made. It's it's not bad. It would not be made today. The 1974 version oh. would not be made today. What's his name? Indian. That makes sense. Now don't do any ethnic jokes. I rewatched it earlier today. You should have seen Toots' face the first five minutes of that movie. When he's fighting with his girlfriend. Yeah. That wouldn't be allowed. <laughs> that stuff would not be on TV today. It's Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State, you? Prison. Well, first thing we got to do is get you transferred out of here and on the football field. How? We've been gone for 41 days, Ted. Our hot live August is over. Christopher Gates joined us all month. We did a bunch of live shows during training camp. Did a live watch party for the last preseason game against Denver. And that was a blast. It was fun. But, man, it feels good to be back in studio. His story. Toots, how are you doing this evening? Hey, guys. Super glad to be back. Are you? You're just saying that, though. <laughs> I'm just, You're just saying You don't that. really mean it. You're just saying it. No, it's good. It's good. Excited. I'm probably more excited about this season than a lot of fans I see on, like, Twitter. I don't understand the negativity. I feel like it's going to be a great season. There's negative Viking fans? If you didn't want to know. I never gave a about football. I know. I'll tell you what. A couple things you really shouldn't be negative about. What's that, Ted? The first thing is we got our own website now. Go to vikingsreport.com. From there, you can find all our social media accounts. The one for the show, for me. We've got our prize vault there. We've got our contest entries there. Like last year, you had to put all your entries in the comments below. You can still do that, but now you can go put them on our webpage at vikingsreport.com. We've got a Patreon account over there if you want to throw us a little love. We don't really pocket it. We put it all back into the show for prizes and stuff like that. I pocket it. Well, yeah. Well, John Matuzak ever needs somebody to run for him again. We had two bags of grass, 75 pellets of mescaline, five sheets of high-powered blotter acid, a salt shaker half full of cocaine, a whole galaxy of multicolored uppers, downers, screamers, laughers. But, uh, be that as it may. You know, people used to call at 3 in the morning. I never took the calls, but if it was Johnny Matuzak, <laughs> take that call, baby. And the website, Toonses did a great job 
getting it together and getting it online. It's in its infancy. It's in its early stages. We got more coming. Not only that, you've got links to the Daily Norseman over there. You got links to purplepainforums.com. You got a whole bunch of stuff. So go check it out, vikingsreport.com. Oh, one other thing you can get over there. Drew showed you the coffee cup. We got merch. We got swag. Go buy something. Go to the Zazzle site at vikingsreport.com. Get you a mug. Get you a travel mug. Get a Stein. It's a whole bunch of stuff. I kept all the broken ones. We also have jigsaw puzzles. So, <laughs> for those of you who know, the first shipment came in, there's a lot of broken ones, but I, I can't throw them away, Ted. So I mentioned Purple Pain Forms, and if you watched any of our Hot August live shows, we told you we are now affiliated with PurplePainForms.com. They are the official message board of Vikings Report, Drew and Ted. We are the official podcast of Purple Pain Forms. It's a great site. It's a great community. And just like our show is old school, this is an old school message board, man. You remember back when you first started, if you're kind of close to our age, that's how you got into the Vikings and the internet before there was social media. It was message boards. It was like K-Fan, Rube Chatter, or wherever. And Purple Pain Forums carries on in that great tradition, but it's a lot better moderated. You don't have a whole lot of dirt bags. You can right. talk really intelligent football. They have original content. They've got uh, a couple really cool contests. Pick six, and they have their Purple Pain accountability. And each one of those contests, just like us, has prizes. If you win the, uh, the pick six game over there, you get an actual, no kidding, ticket to a Vikings game. Even better, you get to come on this show and brag at the end of the year. I was over there for a while yesterday, Ted. Yeah. Getting my purple pain picks in. Yeah. What an absolute fantastic website. My, it the is. best Vikings website I've ever seen. Yeah, so go to purplepainforms.com, sign up, get an account, because once you sign up and get an account, you can talk about some of their hot topics. A couple right now, if you go onto the site, they purple path forward against Green Bay. They break down how the Vikings can win. They also have how the Vikes can win the Super Bowl or be Super Bowl contenders this year. Two of the hot topics on Purple Pain Forums. So go to Purple Pain Forums. They just do a great job. I'm getting in there. I'm interacting more and more with folks. It's just a fun place to go hang out and talk to reasonable Vikings fans all over the world. They've got great original content, really detailed posts. Just really, really enjoy it. So we've had a busy offseason. We, we love this new collaborative effort we got with Purple Pain Forums. Love the new website. Go check it out, vikingsreport.com. PurplePainForms.com. You're going to love it. I, I love it. If I love it, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of I'm <laughs> tough to impress. So if I, if I like it, you'll like it. Wow. I'm impressed. You know what I love is, is Miss Toots' hairdo and that Bernadette Peters hair. <laughs> that I'm trying to get Toots to go for that look. I have lovely hair. This is your last chance. Prison is no different from any other community. Did you ever find any spiders in it? <laughs> Miss Toots. So that's it for our announcements. Now that preseason's over, training camp's over, oh. the offseason's over, it's it's time, man. Just over 48 hours from now, the Vikings and Packers will be getting it on. Let's get it on! Uh, get it on? We've come too far together to stop now. Let's do it. So I thought it'd be kind of cool. Actually, you thought it'd be kind of cool to do sort of a where... Where do the Vikings stand? But before we do that, how do we always kick off the show? Ted? Drew? I'm cooler than you are. <laughs> so why don't you fix your little problem and light this candle? He's right. Light this candle. Yes. Resume the countdown. All right, I'm cooler than you are. Why don't you fix your little problems and light this candle? He's right. Let's light this candle. He surely is. Light the candle. Yes. Resume the countdown. We are back, baby! Let's go! Let's go!
back in studio, brother. Let's get this show on the road. Let's give it to him high and hard for an hour. Let's do it. That is what she said. <laughs> All right. So I thought it'd be kind of cool. Actually, you thought it'd be kind of cool to do sort of a where do the Vikings stand? And our good friends over at the Windy City Gridiron, that's the SB Nation Chicago Bears site. They've been doing this series called Better, Worse, and or Push. They're just kind of breaking down every position group. And is it better than last year? Is it worse than last year? Or is it a push? And I kind of thought that'd be a good thing for us to do this week and just kind of go over the Vikings and sort of see where we stand as we enter the 2022 campaign. What do you think about that? I think that's a great idea. That's a great idea. Let's get to it because people are wondering what is going on. I'm just, I'm excited to be, you know, past the combine, past free agency, past the draft, past OTAs and training camp and East Sat Nation. And this isn't going to work. And this is good. This is bad. We are here. And people out there are wondering, all right, the rubber's going to hit the road, Ted Glover. What the hell kind of team are we going to have? And let's just, let's go good, bad, better, or worse, or push, whatever. Quarterback, Kirk Cousins, enters his fifth year as the Vikings signal caller. Better, worse, or push? I'm going to go with better. He's getting a little bit more confident every year, and I think he's going to have the highest statistical year that he's had for the Vikings. And I know he's going to take us further. What he's, I just feel that this is going to be a little better this year. All right. I think the quarterback position is better. I think Kirk's going to be a little bit better. But for the first time since I believe Kirk has become the primary quarterback for the Vikings, starting quarterback for the Vikings, they have a backup that's competent. I don't want Kirk to get hurt. Kirk's the guy. But in years past, if Kirk had gotten hurt, the season would have gone in the toilet awful fast. Listen, let's get buddies, ain't we? we saw what a disaster Sean Mannion is. You hit him high like that, he's going to break your back. Breaks your back. Gonna break the superstar's back. Don't worry about him. I think it's safe to say that based on what I've seen of Nick Mullins historically, he could play to the point where the Vikings could win a few football games. That's all you want out of a backup, a chance to win. All right, so we both think quarterback is better. Running back, better, worse, or push? Oh, it's better. It's better just because Ty Chandler, Wang Chung is in there for another year. The Vikings are going to have a better running attack than they had last year because of the talent of the committee of running backs. I agree. Yeah, I think they're better as well. And fortunately, they brought last year's number one deep threat, C.J. Ham back. Kind of thought he might have get gut, but he's back. So the Vikings deep passing game with C.J. Ham is intact. <laughs> <laughs> the first time we threw a check down in 13. Ted Glover is going to go nuts, man. <laughs> Third and 13, check down to Ham with absolutely no blocking and no chance for a first down. All right. Wide receiver, better, worse, or push? Better. I agree. When 2020 first round pick Jalen Rieger is your number four wide receiver, you're better than you were. Naylor, those guys, they got a great wide receiver court, Ted. Yeah, I, th I think they do, yeah. Tight end, better, worse, or push? Push, because I haven't really seen anything from them. Conklin's gone. I mean, somebody's got to prove something to me before I give him a better sign. I'm going to say worse simply for the fact Tyler Conklin is gone and everybody else is an unknown. We think Irv Smith could be good. He was out all last year. I think they definitely can be better, but as it stands right now, they're not. Now, prove me wrong, and I think Irv Smith very much could. I think Johnny Munt's going to be used a lot more than he was in L.A., so we'll see. It's a push, and if Irv Smith get, gets hurt, it's definitely worse. O-line, better, worse, or push? Ingram is a better right guard. So at that right guard position, that's definitely better. We have 
two Pro Bowl tackles. Yes, I'll say Pro Bowl. You can send me your uh, emails now. I'm going to say slightly better, Ted Glover. Yeah, I'm going to go a little bit better because of Ingram as well. Not sure about the depth. You know, last year you had a guy like Rashad Hill. Now you got Blake Brandle, Ole Udo. We're kind of concerned about the depth. Overall, the talent's a little bit better than what they had last year. So, yeah, better. Let's see what we got on the defensive side of the ball. Better, worse, or push? Defensive line. Definitely better. By week 10, Harrison Phillips will be our favorite player. Free agent steal. Harrison Phillips is a badass player. You're going to love him. I think we're better along there. Still has to be proven in the run game. We got killed in the run game last year, Ted. Yeah. That's a big, big question mark. And we'll have to see if we get better there. But I think collectively as a group, I'm going to say better. I'm going to go push for right now. I think Ed Donatel is the perfect coach to implement this. I think they've got the right pieces. Let's just see if they can put it all together. Right now, I'm going to go push. Linebackers. I got to say better. I mean... I am too, yeah. With Jordan Hicks, tackling machine, athleticism, side-to-side running, running down running backs. Zadarius Smith, Daniel yeah. Hunter's now a linebacker. They are better at linebacker than they were last year. I think so. I mean, the, the Vikings had Eric Kendricks, Anthony Barr eventually played a little bit. Here's a good one. Cornerback. Oh, that's better. Is there a thing above better? What do we got? Better push? What else? <laughs> Worse. Worse. No, we're above better. Corner-wise? Corner? Cornerback Ted Glover is the most improved unit on this team. On paper, I would agree. Yeah. On paper means you don't really believe it, though. If you say on paper, that whoever says on paper, they're ready to say something else. So go ahead and say it. Sir, are, 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 are you listening to me, sir? Sir, I'm talking to you. Sir. I'm going to go push right now. <laughs> I knew it. Because <laughs> you start out with, when you start out with on paper. Here's my thing. The guys they've drafted in this draft, the Caleb Evans, Andrew Booth Jr., yeah. uh, and we'll talk about Cena in a minute, they seem like better players than, you know, Jeff Gladney, guys they drafted in recent memory. But they haven't played it down yet. No, that's true. You've got Patrick Peterson, you've got Shannon Sullivan, who's, who's going to be your nickel guy, but you got you got a whole ton of potential with a Caleb Evans and Andrew Booth Jr. So if the Minnesota Vikings cornerbacks are worse than they were last year, this team is doomed. They're not going to go to the playoffs. So well, yeah. I, I don't think they can be worse simply because it almost feels statistically impossible to be worse. I hesitate to say they're definitively better because these guys are so unproven. So I'm going to go with a push. All right, safeties. Better, worse, or push? Better. I mean, I'm sounding like a homer during this segment, aren't I, Ted? Everything's better. A little but bit, yeah. Harrison Smith and Bynum, now they add scene. Yeah. To me, that's better than what yeah. it was last year. I, I mean, it's unicorns and rainbows, but you're not you're not wrong. It's pretty simple. They didn't have seen last year. They got him this year. I mean, he's a good yeah. player. Yeah, I agree. Bynum and Smith are back, like you said. They drafted Lewis Seen. I think they're better. And then finally, special teams. Better, worse, or push? Ted, I don't vote on special teams. You're going to vote. You're going to tell me better, yeah. worse, or push? I'm for real. So you better check yourself. Son of a... Christ's sakes. Pick one. I'm going to say push. All right. Fair enough. Yeah, Joseph is back. I'm going with push as well. You don't want to spend 20 minutes talking about the long snapper? No, I don't. (laughs) I don't care. All right. So collectively, we think this team is better. Will it translate on the field? Sure hope so. So that's our better, worse push segment. Now it's time for Drewster's Millions. All I'm saying is you could have robbed banks, sold dope, stole your grandmother's pitching checks, and none of us would have minded Shaving points off of a football game. Man, that's an American. All right. Drewster's Millions is a new game we got. I'm going to start out with 100 fake bucks. 
My goal by the end of the season is to get you a thousand fake bucks. How I'm going to do that is Drew is going to give me a handful of games, up to five a week. I can either pick the point spread or I can pick the over-under, whatever the bets he gives me are. I have no dollar limit in what I can bet on these games. I can bet it all on one game and go bust. I could bet it incrementally. Doesn't matter. It's, it's my call. Your goal is to figure out how much money I will have at the end of the year. If you're right or the closest person who's right without going over, you win Drewster's Millions. So if you pick how much money I win, which could be zero because I don't gamble because I learned early that a fool and his money are soon parted. If you win or you are the closest without going over, you get to go into the Vikings Report prize vault and pick a prize. Am I going to stop at a thousand? Am I going to bust and end up at zero after one week? I don't know. We'll see. What you need to do is to go to our website, vikingsreport.com, and look for the Drewster's Million section and enter how much fake money you think I'll win. If you nail it, you win a prize from our Vikings Report vault. If nobody nails it, but you're closest without going over, you win a prize from the VR vault. If everybody is not even close, nobody gets a prize. (laughs) But somebody probably will. So go, sign up. Drewster's Millions. Can I get to a thousand bucks? Will I be broke after week one? Who knows? You got your parlays for me this week? I do, Ted. I have five bets that I've chosen as we get the Drewster's Millions started. Uh, Patriots at Dolphins. You can either take the Dolphins to cover 2.5 or you can take the Patriots with 2.5. Next one I got for you is the Saints at the Falcons. New Orleans on the road in Atlanta. You can either take the Saints to cover 5.5 or you can take the Falcons with 5.5. Your third one, Chiefs and Cardinals, Ted. You got to pick either over or under 53 and a half points. Next is Raiders at Chargers. You can either take the Raiders with 3.5 or you can take the Chargers to cover 3.5. And then the Browns at the Panthers, no point. That's just a pick 'em game. You pick whoever you think and you can wager on that game as well. You can pick whoever you think. There's no points in that one. Pick a winner. All right. So it's it's just a pick 'em. I'm going to put 20 fake dollars on the Panthers to beat the Browns. And I'm going to pick 20 bucks on the KC Arizona game. I'm going to go over. And then I'm going to pick New Orleans to cover. And I'm going to drop 15, one, five fake dollars on New Orleans. Ted Glover spending over half his amount on the first week. I love you, man. All right. So that's this week's version of Drewster's Millions. Folks, now it's time for hashtag nobody cares much fantasy team. for hashtag nobody cares about your fantasy team are pretty simple. Drew, Ruby, and I each week are going to pick one quarterback, one running back, two wide receivers, and one tight end. Once we pick them, they're done for the year. We can only pick those players one single time. We will not be allowed to pick any of the Thursday night game players at all. And we're using our standard PPR scoring format. So you look at our fantasy teams and you tell us in the comments below or on our website, vikingsreport.com, Ruby will have a section on the website each week for our fantasy team segment and you can put your entry there if you win you get two pretty cool prizes Drewster, what are those two cool prizes a vintage vintage john randall jersey and a vikings plaque two really cool prizes so again look at our fantasy teams and the comments below on this show 
put in who you think, Team Tunes, Team Ted, Team Drew, either here or go over to vikingsreport.com. You put your entries in there. I'll tell you what. What's that? We haven't done this in a year. Ladies first. Ruby, would you like to tell us Hell who yeah. your fantasy team is for this week? All right. The winning team is. <laughs> well, that'll be my team. Come on, Tunes. Tunes. Tunes is a flying cat. Quarterback, Justin Herbert. Running back, Christian McCaffrey. Wide receiver one, Devonta Smith. Wide receiver two, Christian Kirk. And tight end, George Kittle over the middle. Brewster, would you like to go next? My picks for nobody cares about your fantasy team are quarterback, Jameis Winston of the Saints. Running back, Jonathan Taylor of the Colts. Wide receiver, Michael Pittman Jr. My other wide receiver is Judy from the Broncos. And my tight end, Travis Kelsey. You got to do the big gun tight end right out of the gate. Sure, that's a good team. Ruby, you got a good team. I don't think you guys have the best team. I think I do. Because I got Lamar, pay the man, Jackson. Ruby picked Christian McCaffrey as her running back. So did I. My first wide receiver is Tyreek Hill. Now with the Miami Dolphins. My second one is Jerry Judy of the Denver Broncos. And my tight end is Lamar Jackson, security blanket, Mark Andrews, Baltimore Ravens. Now, again, go ahead, put your comments in the show comments down below or go over to vikingsreport.com. Find the section for hashtag nobody cares about your fantasy team. Put this week's entries in there. You'll be registered. Pick a team. All right. That'll do it for hashtag nobody cares about your fantasy team. Now it's time for the hashtag super toe challenge. Super toe. Still the only field goal kicker I ever liked. Yep, he did it again. This is separate from our hashtag nobody cares about your fantasy team segment. Just pick a kicker. The one you think is going to score the most points between the kicker, Ruby, Drew, and I pick. And you get that many points. And the person that has the most points at the end of the season wins. And you get points whether you finish first, second, or third. If my kicker gets 20 points, Drew's get 15, and Ruby's get 10, you get that amount of points every week. Some weeks you'll be in third, some weeks you'll win. But whoever has the most points at the end of the season wins the Super Toe Challenge Contest. And we got a couple of cool prizes for the Super Toe Challenge Contest as well, Drew. What are they? We got a set of vintage Fred Cox football cards. Freddie's the greatest kicker we ever had. And the leather Vikings football. So for this, it's again, pretty simple. In the comments below, just pick a kicker between the one Drew, Ruby, and I pick, or on our vikingsreport.com website, you'll have a section there for the Super Toe Challenge entries every week. And if you have the most points at the end of the season, you're our Super Toe Challenge winner. Drew, you want to go first? Pick a guy? Pick a kicker this week. I'm going to go with Greg Joseph, the Vikings. Because the way our scoring is done, you get a 10-point bonus if you hit a game winner. What happened last year at U.S. Bank, Ted? What happened last year at U.S. Bank? Had a couple game winners. Greg Joseph is my kicker this week. All right. Ruby, who are you going to have for a kicker this week? I'm going to take Cincinnati. Evan McPherson. All righty. I'm going to pick Matt Prater for Arizona. (laughs) (laughs) Again, just like the hashtag, nobody cares about your fantasy segment. Pick your kicker down below or go over to vikingsreport.com. Find the Super Toe Challenge section over there. Put your kicker entry in there as well. And again, unlike the hashtag, nobody cares about your fantasy segment, whatever points your kicker picks, you get those points. When 
first place, second place, or third place. Whoever has the most points at the end of the year, you get a prize from the VR vault. So that'll do it for the contest this week. Now it's time for like this. This is personally is my yeah. favorite segment. When Drew and I started, for those of you that are kind of new to the show, we grew up watching the NFL today back in the 1970s, early 80s with, with Brent Musburger and, and Jimmy the Greek Snyder. They had their big board and, and Musburger and Jimmy the Greek would go to a podium on either side of the board. We've modified it a little bit. And just like Phyllis George would heckle from the desk, Ruby shall do the same for us. If we deserve it, we're going to go down each category, yes. tell you who we think's better. And then at the end, after the intangible section, we're going to tell you who we think is going to win the game. Hello, everybody. Robert W. Flosworth here. Our 2022 campaign is upon us. Our beloved Minnesota Vikings open up at home against Matt LaFleur, Aaron Rodgers, and the dastardly Green Bay Packers. Will new coach Kevin O'Connell bring a new approach, new attitude, or will it be the same old song and dance? We'll find out. First category on our big board, quarterback. Aaron Rodgers versus Kirk Cousins. Oh, we've seen a lot of these matchups, huh? Kirk Cousins is 3-3-1 three, three and one against the uh, team from Wisconsin. He's done pretty well against them at Not U.S. Bad. Bank and at Lamblo, including last year's 341-yard, three-touchdown performance in that 34-31 thrilling victory that he had. It's always close between him and Rodgers, but with the depletion of wide receivers that Rodgers has had, I got to give the check mark to Kirk Cousins and the Vikings. I'm giving my check mark to Kirk Cousins. I'm going to agree. And, and you think we're nuts because Aaron Rodgers was like, what, back-to-back MVPs? He's on mushrooms, though, Ted. He smokes ayahuasca now. Probably, probably chomp some, some peyote. Three years after Aaron Rodgers is retired, he's going to be a homeless heroin addict in San Francisco. That's the trajectory Aaron Rodgers is on. But right now, he's still a really good NFL quarterback. Oh, peyote buttons, man. Those things, <laughs> those things were nuts. I'm going to give Kirk just, a, just the teeniest of edges. We're both going checkmark cousins. He better not let us down. Running back. The first two running backs for both Green Bay and Minnesota are even. When you get to the depth, I think Minnesota's guys are a little bit more versatile. You got Kane Wangwu, Ty Chandler. I'm going to give the edge here to Minnesota. I am giving my check mark to the Vikings just slightly, but I know this is crucial because Aaron Jones and Corey Dillon, that's, that's no slouch one-two punch. It's not. It is absolutely not. They're very good running backs. Yeah, very good running backs and kind of a change of pace from one guy to the next. And we remember what Aaron Jones did here in 2019. 154 yeah. yards rushing and two touchdowns. He destroyed us. If they don't keep him in check, they're going to lose. But you get past those two guys, and, and I think I think Cook and Madison balance those two guys out very well. I think so, too. And I think Cook has had some big games against that team from Wisconsin. Yeah. I think he's due for a, a 150 scrimmage yards, 100 on the ground, 50 receiving, Okay. and two touchdowns. 150 oh. and two touchdowns. If you want to play that in your fantasy prop bet this week, people, I would play that. But I give the Vikings to check at running back. All right. Receivers. Come on. This is checkmark Viking. We, we talked yeah. about this last year with, with, with even with Scantling and Devontae Adams, we gave the checkmark to the Vikings, and those guys are both gone. I don't know how, if you're either a Packer or a Viking fan, you wouldn't give the checkmark to the Vikings here, being simply because if you look at the core, who are the Packers got? Lizard? What's that guy's name? Alan Lazard. Sammy Watkins is their guy. That, that Sammy Watkins ain't worth a plug nickel. That guy's terrible. Everybody's talking about rookie Romeo Dubs. Not sure if uh, Christian Watson, the guy the Packers 
picked in the second round after they, they made that trade with the Vikings. Not sure if he'll play or not even, if he'll even be active. Contrast that with Jefferson Thielen, K.J. Osborne, Jalen Rieger, Jalen Naylor. Yeah, yeah, I, it's Vikings receiving group. is just way better right now. And this flies back to why I picked the quarterback and gave Cousins the edge, too, because he has a better receiving core. Offensive line. So here's the thing with the offensive line. What's that, Ted? For the Packers, Elton Jenkins and David Bakhtiari are questionable. May or may not play. I have that in my notes as well, yeah. I think if they are healthy and they play, clear edge to the Packers. I think they have a very good offensive line. If they don't play, I'm going to give the edge to the Vikings. Other than center, I think the Vikings offensive line now is settled. You've got Christian Derrissaw, Ezra Cleveland, Ed Ingram, and Brian O'Neill. And I think they're going to be four very good offensive linemen for the Vikings for the next several years. It all depends. Now it all comes down to Garrett Bradbury. Put the Bradbury uncertainty next to the Bakhtiari and Jenkins uncertainty, and I'm going to give the edge slightly to the Minnesota Vikings. I am giving my check mark to the Vikings over everything you just said. My only additions will be, I think at home, every team at home has a little slight, ever so slight edge because of the false start and the crowd and all that. I think that, you know, collectively, They'll have a little bit of an edge with the, with the home field. The offensive lines always do. I'll give them that. The one area I'm worried about is Kenny Clark against the center position. Yeah. So I don't know what they're going to do there because that guy's an amazing player. Being that they still got a hole at center, I'm still going to give the overall group check mark to the Vikings. Moving over to the defensive side. We, we talked defensive line. You just mentioned Kenny Clark. What are your thoughts on the defensive line? Who wins the matchup there? Well, I don't think anybody's worried about Dean Lowry or Jaron Reed, the other two guys. But on the flip side, are they worried about Tomlinson and Bullard? I mean, both teams have really yeah. good nose tackles. We got Harrison Phillips. That guy's going to be a fantastic player for the Vikings this year. But Kenny Clark is certainly in a – that guy's in a league by himself. And I don't yeah. know what the Vikings plan on doing there. They're probably going to have to get Bradbury or – I don't know. Is Bradbury or Schlotman, whoever's starting over there, they have to give him some help. He's, Kenny Clark can ruin you. Well, this was a tough one for me, Ted. Which team can stop the run? We got killed last year with the interior run defense. Will it be better? I hope so, because if it's not, then Corey Dillon and Jones are going to kill us. I'm giving a slight edge to the Vikings, and that might be kind of a homer pick there. But if you look at both lines, they both play the 3-4. The three guys that are down aren't really scaring anybody. I'm giving the edge to the Packers here. Kenny Clark's just a home wrecker. He just is. Yeah. I worry about that matchup more than I worry about uh, Harrison Phillips against Green Bay's interior line. I, that, that's why I give the check mark to Green Bay. Linebackers. Packers have a very good linebacking core. Russell Smith, Rashawn Gary, Quay Walker, Devondre Campbell. I think that's a pretty good set of linebackers. I like the Vikings linebackers. You got Zadarius Smith, Daniel Hunter, Eric Hendricks, and, and Jordan Hicks. I'm going to give a slight edge to the Vikings here. Only concern I have is how does Daniel Hunter transition to the outside? In training camp, against live practices against San Francisco, very good reports. I, I think if him and Zadarius Smith can stay healthy, they are going to be a pass-rushing force. I think Rashawn Gary is probably the best linebacker of the whole bunch. Where do you go to school, Ted? Uh, some, some Dick Watt <laughs> tech. I don't know. <laughs> Very evenly matched, assuming everybody plays their potential, but I'm going to give, I'm going to give a slight, slight edge to the Vikings. Where'd you play football? Oh, I played for Dick Watt tech. <laughs> <laughs> Great school. Man, when you look at the linebacker core for both these teams, they're eight premier guys. Yeah. They're all good. I mean, especially the four, you got what? Uh, Smith and Hunter on one side, and then Preston Smith and, and Rashawn Gary. I mean, yeah. those those four guys, man, 
all pro as much as can be. I think the difference to me is the other two guys in the 3-4. Devondre Campbell's one of the best. He's turning into one of the best linebackers in the league. It's a, it's a good set, yeah. So you, you combine him. Who's the guy I'm missing? Uh, oh, Quay Walker. Quay Walker. Yeah. Which uh, You watch him at Georgia, one of the best linebackers in the country. So if you put their four against our four, eight great players. Uh, that team from Wisconsin just has a little bit of an edge on the other two. That's why okay. I'm giving them the check mark. Secondary, I'm giving my check mark to the Packers. I mean, until the Vikings can prove anything, the Packers, led by Jerry Alexander, uh, one of the best secondaries in the NFL. And, and Stokes on the other side. Yeah, they're just all good. I am giving my edge, the check mark slightly to the Packers on that, just because of experience. We don't know what the Vikings are going to do at corner yet, Ted. We don't know how they're going to perform. How much can you gather from preseason on any position? Nothing, because they hardly really played. Anything from any position. It's all yeah. guesswork. So, yeah. man, I hope they're ready, because they're facing a, a quarterback that if he sees your weakness, he's yeah. going to exploit it. He's so going to exploit my, it and make it pay, that's for sure. But I got to go with the check mark to the Packers on the secondary. Yeah. Red zone, so... You know, these are last year's numbers. The Vikings offense was ninth in NFL red zone efficiency. Their defense was 14th. The Packers, surprisingly, for being 13 and four, were 19th on offense in red zone efficiency and 30th in defense. So it, it basically, if you can get into the red zone, you're, you're going to score a touchdown, probably. I did not know that, Ted Glover. You add the fact the Vikings are at home. I'm, I'm going to give the advantage in the red zone to the Minnesota Vikings. I am as well with those numbers. The Vikings always have done pretty good in the red zone the last couple of years. With the experience between Cousins and Thielen and all that, I mean, it's going to be hard to stop the Vikings in the red zone this year, this week or any week. They are going to be one of the best red zone teams in the NFL. I think so, too. Yeah. Add K.J. Osborne as a legit threat this year. I, I, I like the Vikings. Special teams. Mason Crosby was inactive. I, I think he's been activated. He'll kick. How old is that guy? I think he took over for Chester Markle back in the 1980s. Christ's <laughs> <laughs> sake. Who, who's older, him or David Crosby from Crosby, Stills, and Nash? I, I don't know. Christ's sake. Know. <laughs> All reports about Greg Joseph were exceptional through training camp. Crosby's the vet. He just always seems to make big kicks against the Vikings. I'm going to give the Packers just a slight edge here. Really? I am, yeah. Oh, I'm going to give the Vikings yeah. the edge on special teams. I am. I am, and I also think this game's going to come down to a field goal. So this is an important topic we're going over right now. I'm going to go Vikings with the check mark. At home. Okay, coaching. Mm. Matt, cram it up your cram hole of floor. I hate that guy. Thirteen and three, thirteen and three, thirteen and four. His first three seasons. Come on, man. That's the highest winning percentage in NFL history for a coach in his first three seasons. How could Zimmer let him do that? Well, he only plays him twice a year. So, and then can contrast that against Kevin O'Connell whose career head coaching record is zero and zero. Yeah, but you got to start somewhere, right? Yeah, I got to start somewhere. At one point, Matt LaFleur was zero and zero as well. I, be that as it may, I think, you know, I, 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 I'm going to give the edge here to, to LaFleur in the back. So LaFleur is 39 and 10? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Isn't that impressive? Nick Saban numbers. I mean, that that is impressive. For pro football, 39 and 10 after three years is damn impressive. Yeah. So how can I not give the check mark? Because O'Connell, and he shouldn't get penalized because he's a brand new coach, but he's a brand new coach. Brand new coach, brand new offense, brand new defense against one of the best teams in the NFL. I hate to do it, but I got to give the check mark to cram it up your cram hole, LaFleur. Yeah. The final category of my favorite one. Say it right. If you don't say it right, I'm going to be angry. Intangibles. 
Okay, you said it right. Love intangibles. I think the intangibles favor the Vikings. They've got a brand new attitude, a, a brand new approach. Right. The gloom, as you so rightfully said, is is gone. They're at home. O'Connell has something to prove, and and who better or to prove it against than the defending NFC North Division champions and and a future Hall of Fame quarterback and a head coach with the best winning percentage among active head coaches. Games at home, it's going to be loud. I kind of like the the Vikes intangibles here over Green Bay. They're healthier. They're a lot healthier than Green Bay is. There's our Packers are already banged up a little bit at a couple key spots. I'm going to give the check mark to the Vikings, and you can basically tune this replay everything Ted just said because that's exactly what my notes say. We are on the same page, my friend. The home, the the energy, Zadarius Smith. You got to add that into it. Yeah, come on, Zadarius yeah. Smith's going to be in the huddle going. Do not let these guys score here. And he's next bay. It's going to happen. So they got a lot of energy. They got a lot of emotion. And Shannon Sullivan, too, former Packer. And Shannon Sullivan. That's a great point. They got a lot of emotion going for him this week. You can get a lot out of emotion, Ted. I, I think you can, yeah. I, I, I truly believe you can. So with all that being said, yeah. who do you got winning this game, Drew? Ooh, I got something really interesting in my notes that I think you need to know about. First off, I think it's a field goal game. I think it's going to be nip and tuck. Is that the saying? All the way down, nip, tuck, all the way down. Mm-hmm. A thing I'll give, and I bagged on Zimmer. I bagged on Zimmer quite a bit. I don't know if you've noticed, but <laughs> Zimmer did know how to play Aaron Rodgers. Zimmer played Aaron Rodgers pretty well as a coach. He did. He, he knew how to game plan against him. He knew a lot of his tendencies to which way he's going to roll, where he's going to decide to go on this. Is he going to hit the flat? Is he going to hit the slant? Zimmer knew Rodgers pretty well. O'Connell has no idea really what he's getting into. So Kevin O'Connell, in my eyes, has to lean to guys like Harrison Smith, especially Eric Kendricks, who's played a lot of games against Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. and maybe a couple other guys. You know, Dantzler's played a few against him, but mainly Harrison Smith and Kendricks. O'Connell needs to pull them into, hopefully he's been pulling them into a room this week saying, tell me what this guy does, because his best learning isn't going to come from video. It's going to come from Eric Kendricks going, no, dude, you don't want to do that against this guy. Talk to the guys that have played against him. Talk to the guys that know what he's going to do every play. Eric Kendricks knows Aaron Rodgers, and hopefully Kevin O'Connell is draining that information from him to get some kind of advantage against him. Because Aaron Rodgers, much as we hate that mushroom-eating bitch, <laughs> he, he, is, he is a damn good quarterback. Yeah. And he will make you pay. Any quarter, any down. So we got. I got the Vikings by three. I got the Vikings around 28 to 24, 28, 25, right around there. I got the Vikings by a field goal, and they ride this first win for Kevin O'Connell. There's going to be a lot of emotion, a lot of energy with the Vikings on Sunday. I do not see them losing this game. I got them down for a victory. I have them winning, and I don't think it's going to be as close as a field goal, and I'll tell you why. Oh, you don't? Okay. I think this new 3-4 defense is something the Vikings are already fairly wired in and doing well in practice. If you believe the live practices against San Francisco, I mean, we didn't we didn't see the, the Vikings' first-team defense in the preseason. But gathering during training camp and against the 49ers, they seem to be owning the day. I think the Packers aren't going to have answers for it because it's a new defensive look. They know how to counter. Like, you, Mike Zimmer prepared very well against the Green Bay Packers, but, but Aaron Rodgers, for all that preparation, still had very good games. 
I don't think Aaron Rodgers and his wide receivers are on the same page yet. I think they may be in a few weeks. I don't think it'll be on Sunday. I think the Vikings defense is going to show them looks that they're not familiar with and they haven't seen, and they won't know how to react to right away. And I think this home opener energy will cause the Minnesota Vikings offense to start fast. And for the love of Norm Van Brocklin, when you get a lead, Kevin O'Connell, don't sit on it. Go for the throat. Go for the throat and keep your foot on the gas. Why? Why? And I think he will. And I'm going to say 31-17, good guys. What about Joe Cap in the longest yard, baby? <laughs> we didn't even mention that at the beginning. The Viking was in that movie. I know he was, yeah. One thing I'll add to this game, over the course of time, especially since well, since 2018, since Cousins has been there, the team that stops the run the best seems to win this game. If you look at the, the run totals by each team, they kind of coincide with who wins the game. Whichever team runs the ball for more yards will be the winner. That's, that's a good point. I think I, that's, that's a fair observation, too. All right. So that's our big board for this week. Yeah, we're back, Ted. We're we back. back. We're going to take a break, come back and wrap the show up with trivia. Use an amazing slow motion technology along with innovative split screens to help tell the story of the epic climactic showdown. Most football movies look like hell because they look phony. So what we did, we had five cameras. We'd run a rehearse play. Then I would go to each cameraman and say, I'm running a naked reverse. Only the cameraman knew it, and, I, and then I would call in the huddle. Bert and Aldridge worked very closely together on the development of the main character. Paul Crew, he's a part of me. I grew to like him. We're going to let Bodansky come right through. Nobody touch that big mother. Take it from someone who knows. You want to impress the ladies? Open fires. Can't go wrong. Flickering flames, the heat, they love it. And because this one's gas, I've got it all at the touch of a button. She loves it because it looks just like the real thing. Joanne, would you go get some more coals for the fire? Sure, honey. Get some. Don't you just love being in control? That was a joke. Welcome to Toonsis Trivia. How are you guys doing? Hey, Toonsis. Doing good, Toonsis. How are you? I'm doing good. So today, our categories are the longest yard, the longest Rogers, Twitter poll, and Toonsis world. The longest Rogers. Is this family friendly? Yeah, right? It is. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. All right. So this is going to be... I'm looking forward to Toonsis world. I hate you. All right. This is going to be me against you guys. So, if you get it wrong, I get the points. If you get it right, you get the points. Fair enough. Okay, let's battle. Let's go. All right, The Longest Yard. This actually is not about the movie. This is about Viking stats. Oh, I was fooled by the topic there, Ted. I was too. Here we go. This Viking had the longest field goal attempt in franchise history. Dan Bailey? I was going to say... Didn't Forbath try and kick one in Denver that went like, remember, like 15 or 16? I don't really have a guess. I'll go with that. Yeah, Forbath. Yeah, Forbath. That is not correct. The answer was Blair Walsh. 75 points for Toonses. 
big player favorite with most fans, Blair Walsh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, for 200, this Viking had the longest punt return in franchise history. Charlie West. Okay. That is correct. Good, Good job, job, Drew. How long was it? That's, That's what, what she, she said. said. <laughs> I knew as soon as I said that, I was done. <laughs> I think it was like 90, 90 yards or something. Here we go. 300. This Viking had the longest TD pass in franchise history. Gus Farad. 99-yarder. To Bernard Berrien. Yep. Guess Very the Bears good. on Sunday night. Against the Bears. Second quarter, play number six. <laughs> We don't get extra credit. No, you don't. Okay, the longest Rogers. This is family friendly. Do not worry. Here we go. This idiot clearly can't keep a relationship very long. According to <laughs> the reliable internet, what is Aaron Rodgers' longest relationship that is known to the public? Didn't he date Danica Patrick for like three or four years? He was pouring the coals to Patrick for quite a bit, wasn't he? Quite a long time. I think Danica Patrick. Yeah, we're, I think we're I'm going to go Danica guys. Patrick. Okay, Danica Patrick. That is not correct. He actually dated Olivia Munn for longer. Now, who is Olivia Munn? What was she about? What was she on? Was she an actress or something? She's an actress. I can't tell you what she's been in, but yeah, she's an actress. I can tell you what she's been in. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> she had to do a hell of a lot of acting to pretend she liked Aaron Rodgers, that's for sure. That is a slam. That is a slammer. All right, for 200. Jerkface had to wait a long <laughs> time to get drafted in 04. What spot was he finally drafted? The first number that came to my head was 27. I'm going to say 26. Well, you're both wrong. It was 24. So Tootsies gets the points. Whatever. What? Whatever. What's the score right now? Two to two? 500 to 330. It's right there on the screen. Oh, then I should pay attention. For 300, the college that stupid went to in <laughs> 02 and Cal Berkeley are a long 150 miles distance between each other. Name the 2002 college he went to. Oh, he went to some junior college. Butte Community College or was it American River? It wasn't a community college, it was. Man, I should know this, it's my neck of the woods. I think I've actually went to parties at every one of those colleges on campus. I wanna say Pacific Union, but I don't. Let's do Pacific Union, that sounds good. That is not correct. Ted, it was a community college. Was it really? Yep. Oh, uh, we should have went with Ted Glover. No, he would have got it wrong, Drew. Jeez, pay attention. All right, so Twitter poll. In the last couple days, I have done several, well, three Twitter polls, and I want to see what you guys think. What did people say when I asked who will win the NFC North? I'm going to say they say a uh, team from Wisconsin wins it. Uh, I'm going to say Vikings because you're a Vikings account. Ted is correct. Man, the Lions and Bears didn't get 1%? No. Oops. That was 100. Job, Ted. Got it. I'm trying to give you too much there. All right. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Twitter. What do people say when I asked? I predict the Vikings record will be less than 8, 8 to 10, 11 to 12, or 13 or more. I think most people think 8 to 10, don't they? That's kind of where I'm at. I, that, that sounds about right. 8 to 10. All right, most people think 11 to 12, actually. Oh. 200 for Toonses. We got to take the Vikings homer factor into these questions, what we got to do. Yeah, probably a good idea. For 300, when I asked, the thing I've missed most about Vikings Report studio shows is, what do you think people said? Movie themes, trivia with Toonses, Farnsworth, or purple Kool-Aid? Got to be Toonses or Farnsworth. I got to say trivia. You guys are going to be surprised by this and be kind of bummed that you didn't do it, but people miss purple Kool-Aid the most. Really? Yes. 
Okay, we can start doing it. I just got we're kind of pressed for time today. Now you know, people love it. Well, Purple Kool-Aid will be back. All right. Finally, the best for last, Toonses World. If it were up to Toonses, this show would be called what? Everybody loves Toonses. <laughs> no. Look at the picture. Come on. Everybody loves Rogers? No. Everybody hates Erin. <laughs> 100 for Tootses. We're so dumb. Come on, guys. <laughs> All right, for 200. If it were up to Tootses, this show would be called what? The Big Bang Theory. Well, that's what it is called. Wait. Everybody hates Aaron. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I'm going to give you the points for that, but the answer was the Big Jerk Theory. <laughs> All right, last one. Unfortunately, you guys can't win, but here we go. If it were up to Toonses, this show would be called what? Two and a half jerks. <laughs> that is good enough. Two and a half inches. Half a man. Half a man. <laughs> All right, you guys, thanks for playing. We'll see you next week. For not having studio shows for 40 days, that's a good trivia with Toonses to return to. Excellent uh, job. That was. Well, I think we got through our first studio show in 41 days without too much of a hitch. Drew, what do you think? I'm sorry, Ted. I was a little rusty tonight. I'll try to do better next week. It's good to be back here talking football with you, my friend. Don't forget, if you're going to enter our fantasy football contest or our kicker contest or Drewster's Millions, put your comments either down below or go over to our website. Probably better over there, vikingsreport.com. Ruby will have a section set up for each game to make your entries every week. Uh, You only have two weeks for the Drewster's Millions contest, but the show and the hashtag nobody cares about your fantasy team segment going all season head on over to purplepainforums.com sign up get an account join the community great bunch of folks again drewster i loved it great to be back in studio tunes thanks so much for everything you do this show wouldn't even happen without you and uh uh we'll try to do better the next time drewster take us home yes we will ted yes we will episode 72 is in the books put a bow on it thank you so much for everybody showing up and supporting our show we get so much love from the fans and, and so many ideas for segments. And we even get people offering prizes for our prize vault, our award-winning prize vault, which is back in action for our live show. We'll see you in two days on the live show, Ted. We'll be back in two days. Yep. We'll be on about 10, 15 minutes as soon as the game's over. It was fun doing Longest Yard tonight, my favorite football movie. Shout out to the late Burt Reynolds, who did such a great job in that movie. We can only end this episode one way, Ted, with him saying, Stick this in your trophy case. <laughs> Go ahead, Bert. Hit it. Stick this in your trophy case. Thank you, Bert Reynolds. Thank you, Longest Yard. Thank you, Tunes, for the awesome trivia. Thank you for tuning in tonight. And we will see you Sunday and then next Friday for another episode. Say good night, Ted. Good night, Ted.